What the... What is this place? What's your name, honey? Uh, I'm Joe. I teach middle school band. Connie, go for it! Today started out as the best day of my life. Back here tonight, first show's at 7. Yes! Woohoo! You know what that's gonna say? Joe Gardner! <laughs> I did it! I got the gig! Must have been sudden for you. great before. This is where new souls get their personalities, quirks, and interests before they go to Earth. Meet 22. I don't want to go to Earth. Stop fighting this. I don't want to. Uh. <laughs> okay, look, I already know everything about Earth, and I don't want anything to do with it. You're missing out on the joys of life, like uh, pizza. I can't smell. We can't, we can't taste either. All that stuff is in your body. No smell, no taste. Or touch. See? Okay, I get it. Wow. It's my life. Is all this living really worth dying for? You're still alive? Can you help me get back? No way! There I am. What are we waiting for? Wait, not me! That's weird. What is it? 151,000 souls go into the great beyond every day, and I count every single one of them. The count's off. Huh. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our long-awaited review for Disney Plus's Soul, Pixar's Soul as well. Uh, for this review, I'm joined by some special guests. First things first, from the Cinemania World team and Geekly Goods, we have Leo. Leo, hello. How are you? Hey, what's going on, Dwayne? I'm good, man. Uh, ready to talk some soul. Merry yes. Christmas Eve to everybody. Uh, feeling good. Yes, um, always nice to uh, hear from you and talk to you about some movies. Um, very excited to get into uh, this movie's review. And everyone, we are joined first time on the podcast from the Film Posers podcast. Uh, we have Josie. Josie, how are you? Welcome to the show. Hi, I am good. How is everybody? Merry really Christmas. good. Yeah. Yes, Merry Christmas Eve. <laughs> happy holidays as well. Feliz noche uh, buenas for any Spanish speakers out there. Oh, we have a lot. Like, like, like our um, our like. Our uh, like Mexico and like and like Brazil uh, numbers are just crazy. I have no idea why. I think it's because of the title um, of the podcast. But I mean, that's always always great to see when I go into our our, our to our metrics and whatnot. But it's very nice to have you on the show um, to talk about this movie. I wanted um, I wanted uh, per se people of color to get on this review just to kind of discuss um, Pixar's first um, black kind of uh, film you could say. Um, and I'm really excited to get into the movie and get, and get into our thoughts. Uh, if you don't know everyone, Soul uh, is the newest uh, movie 
from Pixar, and it is the story of a musician who has lost his passion for music, uh, who is transported out of his body, and must find his way back with the help of an infant soul learning about herself. Listen, that's the that's the most that's the most like easiest kind of definition of the movie without being so dour. But you know, um, we'll get into we'll get into that as far as like uh, the 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 movie's kind of themes when it comes to adults and kids and whatnot um, during the review. Um, and it stars, of course, Jamie Fox and Tina Fey, and it was directed by Pete Doctor and Kemp Powers. So uh, usually, I like to start off with getting everyone's thoughts on the film before I give my own. So I will start with Leo. Leo, what was your thoughts on Soul? I mean, I really enjoyed it. I like the music. I love the voice acting. Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey are a great duo. Pixar is really good at that, at picking out um, animated character duos. They do it really well. And I just, I really like the look, the colors. And I like the, we were talking before the podcast, I really like the scenes in the barbershop and with the mom because I can relate. I'm always at the barbershop getting freshed up. So it was cool to see Joe in the chair for once and to see a black Pixar character for once. The only issue I had with it, and this is something that I don't know how I didn't even really notice on first watch was it continues that pattern of black characters and POC characters in Pixar movies becoming another entity for most of the movie. So I would have liked to see more scenes with Joe actually as a black man, actually living through the black experience and as a jazz musician, Mm -hmm. that would have been nice to have some more of those scenes peppered in, but all in all, I really like it. The jazz is really beautiful. I think. Mm. And I just, I love that duo between Tina and Jamie. Really good duo. Yeah, I would agree. I'm definitely agree. I didn't, uh, I didn't really think about, um, your kind of, your kind of viewpoint on us as far as, um, as far as black characters and like animated kind of movies. So when you told me that earlier before we started the show, I was like, oh yeah, that's a, that's a great point. You know, there's a lot of examples that you can kind of go, uh, like talk about and go towards. So, um, yeah, I would agree. But overall, yeah, I, I sentiment everything you said about the movie. I'll get into the barbershop scene. That was like probably one of my favorite movies in like, um, in a movie one of my favorite scenes in a movie uh, this year, um, just because of how much it represents and how much it um, represents with me and whatnot. So uh, let's go to Josie now. What's some of your thoughts on Soul? Absolutely wholeheartedly agree, especially with the barber scene. I loved how they went so into detail with hair texture. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my God, yeah. In the second act, I would say it was my least favorite of the entire film just because they started off so strong and then... There is that dip where we see Joe being in a different body, sort of. And it was just a little sad because at first I was like, hey, at least we're seeing a black character. We are seeing him physically, which a lot of people were worried that would just be his soul. So we do actually get to see his body, but it's not the way that we would have wanted. But overall, I did really enjoy the film. I cried so hard that my mom came into my room like, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) But it's just the whole, I loved how they handled the whole aspect of life and death, what comes before, what comes after. And it is definitely a very ambitious film from their part. I absolutely love the animation, especially the artistry that goes into it which we can get into a little bit more because I, I, mm-hmm. they explained it in their Inside Pixar docu, docu-series. Mm-hmm. Which, um, if you didn't know the Great Before characters, they were designed, at, they were animated versions of wire sculptures, which I found very interesting. So, so wow, I, yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't. Um, I um, I didn't even. I everyone kept telling me to watch the uh, the docu series on the movie because I, I I went on Twitter and I was like uh, blown away from the from that from that barber scene just because like I um I was watching it with with uh, I was watching it with my mother and um she she loved it as well but then I was like that's crazy I've never seen that in a Pixar movie in an animated movie as well like that is um and it was like not just like oh he's sitting in the chair then you kind of it was like legit close-ups of what they of how your hair is cut the what a lineup is using the razors you know barbershop kind of talk and back and banter but that was pretty cool the barber i feel like i know him i don't know i don't know how that works but i feel like i know him from like down the street or something like that i thought that i thought it was really really cool and the dialogue the kind of messages that they that they show in that scene it was also really really special to me as well um and whatnot so uh, when we get into we'll get into like you know stuff like you know negatives and whatnot uh, Leah, i want to go to you as far as uh some some of the things that really stood out for you in the movie well josie had actually mentioned it but the animation styles and how you have several different ones i didn't know that detail about the uh light sculptures that's really cool the wire sculptures there that's awesome but i really like that mix of animation styles i love the color palette the blues and greens that go into the sulfur world and then you've kind of got that those browns and yellows and oranges back in the actual reality that they live in and mm-hmm. what's just so cool about this movie is Pixar explores such a vast, big world every single movie. When you think of Monsters, Inc., Toy Story, even most recently with Onward, it's always a different world that they explore. And now we can finally have one that we can relate to. And just as you were talking about the barbershop scene, I do need a fresh watch because it's been a couple weeks since I've watched it. But it just you do i do feel like i know the barber because i'm i'm used to this experience and i've lived this experience and that's what's just so cool about this movie and and i'm a musician so even seeing him play in the jazz clubs and things like that it was it just i could really relate to it and it just felt so good to get a pixar movie that i could feel that way from and it's not that doctor's other works like inside out and those and his other list of pixar movies it's not like i didn't like those movies. It's just, I can finally relate here. So it felt really cool just getting to actually see a movie where I could put myself into. It was really awesome. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I, I, um, that's one of the things that I came out saying was that I've never had an animated movie that I really felt like was made, uh, for me and people and, and people that look like me and stuff like that. So I definitely agree. There was just something about, uh, just the core nature of how the movie was made. It felt like it was made with a lot of love. It felt like it was performed by the actors with a lot of love and care. And like, we really want to, we really want to make this um, something different and something new um, and something relatable to um, the black audience and, and other audiences as well, who were just into a really, really good story and stuff. So I definitely appreciated little moments like that. The movie felt for me, I loved it because it, it just, it felt like home for me. Like, you know, even though, um, you're dealing with it with a subject that's really, really hard for certain people. I'm definitely someone who I'm definitely a, someone who um, who doesn't handle handle death well. So it was a very kind of uh, triggered kind of movie for me. But you know, but it, it made me appreciate that they wanted to kind of tell this story about really uh, living your life to the fullest and really doing the things that you want, that, that you love, you know, because you just never know what happens and whatnot. So I, I guess I really, really appreciated that. Um, let's go to Josie. Let's, uh, what about you? What are some of the, the main things uh, from the story and the movie that really stood out to you? 
I really was surprised at the fact that I was genuinely laughing so much when I saw this film. I don't know if it was just me, but I felt they had really good comedic timing at certain points, especially when it came to the character Terry. Terry just had me laughing so much. <laughs> especially, <laughs> yeah, all the antics and everything. And mm-hmm. just they had really a good balance between humor and drama with this film because it is a very mature topic. Death is a very mature topic. And mm-hmm. I remember watching this film, I was describing it to my friends as Inside Out is teaching kids about mental health and taking care of yourself while um, Soul is going to be how to teach kids about life and death and how it works and what happens because we don't notice this, but we often find out about death at a, such a small age that we forget that we did because it's so traumatic. My younger yeah. cousin, when he found out about death, he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so these kinds of films will be very good just to smooth that over. Though I do think that it'll be a while before parents will allow their kids to probably watch this film because it yeah. can get a little intense. Yeah, I would agree. You have any? You have any? You have any comments on that, uh, Leo? Yeah, as far as the themes of the movie. Yeah, I agree. It is. It's a pretty heavy topic, and even though there are some really light moments, it can be a little heavy to talk about. I mean, when Josie, when you were talking about um, uh, learning about death, I was just like, I remembered my my first experience learning about death. It was not fun at all. So. I can completely understand the mature subject matter. It, it could be a little bit much, but I I know I enjoyed it. I was having a good time. Uh, that's what I was saying. I was like, because <laughs> um, like my mother was like, well, how, I don't know how a kid can really kind of, um, my girlfriend was like, okay, maybe this is, this is like them teaching kids in a lighthearted way, I would say about that and not to fear it, I guess, in a way. I don't know. I just thought that when it started and things happen and then you see everyone going into this void, I'm like, dude, like I, this is not <laughs> what I want to see right now because <laughs> I don't want to go into a void and whatnot. But then um, as things start to develop and whatnot, you really understand what they were trying to go for. I like, a, I like what they did a lot with Tina Fey's character as far as like from the beginning and how she's been around this whole time and, and whatnot and how she just does not care. Um, Pixar, I just think they do all these things. They make you see life so differently after you watch one of their like films because they they just they're so they're usually really really clever when it comes to like how they they want to showcase like certain kind of themes. And you saw that with Inside Out when it when it when it handled with like uh, mental health. And then when you go to like a Zootopia that deals a lot with racism and how that kind of affects people, you know, showing kids that kind of theme. But then this one. I guess to them, to their point, it's like, hey, we were, we had to we had to talk about death at some point. So listen, I don't know what's next, but I mean, hopefully, it's more catered to the children. But when it was over, I was like, hey, listen, I liked it, so whatever. So, but but yeah. but I I know if I showed this like a cousin or little like one of my little cousins, they're gonna probably like it because of the colors and the character models and stuff. But at the end of the day, they probably the theme is probably gonna go right over their heads, and you know maybe when they get older understand it a little better um now let's go to some of the stuff that we probably didn't enjoy too much because I, I do have like as far as, as far as like as far as percentages as far as like you know like and dislike it's probably like a like a 90 to 10 probably like a couple of things that i would that i would do differently but um i'll start with i'll start with leo again uh what are some of the 
things in, in depth that you um that you wish they did a little bit different yeah i would say just more experiences of joe like in his own body just getting to explore him as an actual character right, some more yeah. um it does kind of dip in the second act a little bit and i just i think that was like my main thing is like i would have just liked to see joe experience that a little bit more in his own body and yeah. oh man i don't want to drop too many spoilers so i won't go too much further with that but that's probably the big gaping thing for me. I can't really think of too much. I I really like this movie. At t- when it, once it got to the end, I was like, man, I need to go outside and stretch because <laughs> I'm feeling grateful for life after this. But yeah, you know, there's really not too much I had an issue with. I mean, some some dips and lulls in the story a little, but mm-hmm. all in yeah. all, I, I had a good time. Yeah, well, I would say I'm in the same vein. Like as far as things that I would like. I was like, okay, I don't know. I I, I guess that that kind of point because it took me out of the movie a little bit when he when he like stuff happens with his character and yeah. then another person is in the other character and I was like, I don't know if I would have done that, you know. Um, but um, I also want to praise Jamie Foxx. I think this is one of his best performances, even though his voice, its voice performance, I really liked him and I really um I, I haven't I don't think I've liked him this much since like um since like maybe like Django because like lately he's Project Power all these movies that he's been doing I don't know what's going on but um uh yeah I I really enjoyed I really enjoyed what he did um with the character and what and some of his some of his performance like his performances throughout the movie um and then yeah every every like everything about it for the most part I really really enjoyed but I guess that was the only thing that I would kind of change a little bit is that I would change that up at least um and whatnot and i and i think a a lot of stuff does kind of happen too quickly as far as like we're already at this point um so maybe maybe something like that especially um, the first act feels like it happens really quick when they transition from the soul world back to the real world it kind of feels like okay where do we go after this like agreed i was following along in the soul realm and now things are kind of moving quickly and now we're back to a point where it just kind of drops yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. So um let's go to Josie. What about what about you? What's something that you would um change that you didn't really quite enjoy about the movie? Leo, you just pinpointed it. That was my least favorite thing. I that's why I have an issue with the second act, mostly because it felt so abrupt. I was yeah, enjoying yeah. this new world you made for us. And then when we went back to the real world, I'm like, look, I don't want to die, but I want to see what else is up there. <laughs> they agreed, agreed. And yeah. yeah, the other thing that um, my co-hosts from Film Posers also got to see the movie and they mm-hmm. laugh whenever I mention this, but I did not like the cat, the character design for the cat. <laughs> I like it too. Why is it so damn big? I didn't, I'm like, why is it so damn big? Can I have a regular looking size it cat, just, please? It didn't <laughs> remind me of Pixar animation. It reminded me of um, Illumination. Up. Oh, totally. Oh, okay, yeah, I actually, yeah, that's a great point. Let me see. Soul Cat, will that come up? It kind of felt like Despicable Me, kind of. Yeah, yeah. it looked anyway. like it would have been. It looked like they took it out of the Secret Life of Pets and put it in this film. Oh come on! Ooh, yeah, that's that's it, a, no, that's a good point. I'm looking at it right now, and it, it is it is kind of jarring a little bit. You know, it doesn't um, look like Pixar animation, which was the only thing that I was like, "Huh, this is very interesting." I actually because, agree. Yeah, they've done cats before. Like, remember when there was a lot of buzz because the cat in Toy Story looked very realistic? Let's see that. Let yeah. me see. Toy, which Toy Story? There's like eight of them. Uh, the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story four cat. Okay, good. It looked oh, like yeah. super real. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, that's a great point. Okay, so why what happened? <laughs> so maybe they wanted since because I know they wanted to make the New York world a little bit hyper realistic, so it would contrast mm-hmm. with the spiritual world. So maybe they wanted to make a cartoonish cat to balance that out, but it just didn't feel like them. But other than that, I know that that's a ridiculous thing, but I just couldn't stop oh, staring I mean... at the cat. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not a cat person. So maybe that maybe that's why I was like, ah, whatever, it's a cat. But then comparing the two from Toy Story Four to that one, I'm like, oh, what happened? Why can't I get that cat? You know, yeah. Um. So yeah, I would agree. I don't know. I just um. It was. It was also towards the end. It was getting kind of ridiculous for me as far as like how we're able to bounce back between worlds and whatnot. Um. But hey, I I I I. It's still my favorite movie of the year just because of how much they do accomplish. Uh, the stuff that, that that they don't accomplish well is is very very small and minor for me but um this is a this is definitely rewatchable for me at least um i can't wait to watch it on disney plus tomorrow screeners are nice but you know i, I can't wait to actually boot it up um how it's meant how it's meant to be like seen and whatnot uh tomorrow on christmas day mm-hmm. would i say if it's a christmas movie for the family i'm not sure i feel like you're gonna the family is gonna be like oh okay you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I, I do say that it's it's definitely a, wa- a movie that you should watch with your I, I don't know the age. I'm going to I'm going to go with 13. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let yeah. like I, just, I wouldn't let like maybe like a little but you're not young kids, though. It might go over their head. <laughs> No, I'm a bad example because I was watching like horror movies at like six. So it's like, what what can I say? So listen, if I had, if, if it was me and I had a son and I, oh, dad, let's watch Soul. I'd be like, all right, maybe if you're like 10 or something. But if he's like six or seven, I'd be like, I don't think so. You don't need to be thinking about death because, hey, the last thing that was on my mind at seven years old was death. It was like, how can I get to the freaking moon tomorrow? Or yeah. Outrageous, so, <laughs> <Also, laughs> man. Yeah. Also, just emotional maturity to take that into consideration, which I commend Pixar for this film because course, I remember yeah. a while ago I was complaining that I felt the animation was being going too easy on kids, like spoon feeding everything. So I like that this film at least took that risk which just felt very refreshing for once. I I actually agree. Cause that's what I told my mother. I was like, listen, in all honesty, I think sometimes you need an animated movie for the, for the, for the adults, you know, like the kids, they get everything. You know what I'm saying? They get all the stuff. <laughs> they don't got no bills. You know what I mean? I think we need movies like this here and there where we can relate still at however old we are and whatnot. Um, and, and I, and I think that's important sometimes. And I think Pixar, Disney, they, they, they do the best they are the best at like making movies relatable to both kids and adults at the same time, mm-hmm. whether it is like a toy story or it is like a Zootopia or an inside out. They, they, they really take that stuff to, to the next level to make it not just, Oh, Hey, here, have your kid watch it. And you just kind of go like lollygag on your phone or something like that. You know, I think that the, the I think the fact that they can have all, um, all ages kind of kind of focused and lasered in on the story is very very important and, and nice it, it's good you know F- forget about the kids sometimes but um yeah <laughs> i'm just, just kidding i love kids anyway uh with that being said uh, i think that's it everyone for our review of soul i highly recommend it um 
listen, we have two big releases coming out tomorrow. Promising Young Woman in theaters too, but not on like VOD, like Wonder Woman 1984 and Soul are tomorrow. Listen, Soul is like my recommendation for tomorrow. But hey, if you want to throw on Wonder Woman 1984, go ahead. I don't know what to tell you. But um, yeah, I think I to end the review, I really, really, really liked it. I think a lot of people will. Um, I think it's one of Pixar's best by far, and I can't wait to watch it again. Um, Leah, let's get some final thoughts for um, from you about Soul. Yeah, really liked it, man. I like the mix of different animation styles. I like the music. The duo that we got in Tina Fey and Jamie Foxx, really like the banter back and forth between those two. A bit of a mature subject matter for kids, but if they're a little more mature and can handle this, then yeah, watch it with the family. I would recommend you go this first, Wonder Woman second, if you want to do a double feature. But this was, it was a really fun movie. I really enjoyed it. I liked pretty much every aspect of this movie besides just, that second act and trapping the main character in a different body. But all in all, really good movie and highly recommend. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, and Josie, lastly, any, any final thoughts on uh, Soul? Highly recommend it as well. It's my favorite animated film of 2020. And very few films make you appreciate life as much as this one. Oof, that's great. Drop the mic. Um, anyway... <laughs> I agree. Uh, it's my favorite, my favorite animated film in a while, uh, twenty twenty especially. Um, I think a lot of movies need to go. Um, I, I don't think all of them, but I think here and there, we it's it's good to get movies that can really challenge the audience. I think this is one of those movies that can do that that does that. So I highly recommend um, all A pluses for me. Um, I really, I really, really hope everyone likes it over the weekend and stuff. Sucks I couldn't see it in the theater. Like I was thinking about that. Like this would have been great in like a Dolby theater, but it happened. Especially with that with the soundtrack and the and the jazz for music. Real. It would have been, been great really, really score. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been really good in a theater. So, um, yeah. Um, with that being said, everyone, uh, that is it for our review of Soul. Thank you guys for joining us. As always, I'll go around the call, get everyone's social medias. Uh, Leo, why don't you let everyone know they can follow you? Uh, YouTube.com slash GeeklyGoods. And then you can follow me on Twitter at Leo Rydell. All right. And Josie, thank you for coming on the podcast for the first time. Let everyone know they can follow you. Yes, thank you for having me. You can follow Film Posers at Film Posers almost basically anywhere. And you can follow me as at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Instagram. All right. And I will add everyone's social medias in the links below. Thank you guys all for listening. As always, my name is Dwayne. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And that is it, everyone. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. All that jazz. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, my name is Dwayne. That was Leo. And that was Josie. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>